Okay, so, you know, we talked about storm chasing a few times, I guess, and this is the time of year for storm chasing, mm-hmm. but we we didn't have to go too far yesterday to, to chase the storm. The storm kind of chased us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just had to look out your window and then um, listen to the many sirens. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, like it wasn't on my uh mental radar at all yeah uh, uh, was actually working out and my phone buzzed off and i looked at it and it said there uh, was a tornado warning and i'm like oh shit so i opened my and it was actually okay out here i mean it was just kind of overcast it was hot and yeah uh pulled up that um storm chasing app that i have that radar and i looked and yeah down in like um at the time i opened it i think it was in beecher and i'm like oh shit that's heading like right towards us so um turned on the news also because while i'm learning to read these different radars i um listen to the news to check my accuracy and i was you know 100 on yeah the good prediction and the path so i was pretty excited i'm sure that you know the people that were possibly getting ripped up were pretty happy for me too <laughs> well so are you gonna uh you know become a meteorologist now i mean you got the whole thing down hey man and uh i'll 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 uh, leave it at the amateur level. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, just enough to, like, keep me informed, but just enough to where I could probably fuck myself over one day. <laughs> and you're, you're probably at that level that, like, you're probably smarter than any non-meteorologist. Right. You know, you probably know more about it than any like non-meteorologist, but then a meteorologist would look at you and be like, this guy's such a dumbass." Right. Like, right, know, right, right, right. He's going to get yeah. himself killed. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> you know, doing this for like a long time and I just um, started getting like hardcore, hardcore and they're reading all the different uh, storm reflectivities and yeah velocities of the winds and shit so so i feel (laughs) now uh the the uh emphasis on i feel no right i feel like i could chase a week maybe f1 yeah (laughs) um Anything higher? Yeah, probably not. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was the kids and I were here at my house, and uh, the phones just started going off. And I saw I accidentally when I I have this new phone that I'm still trying to learn how to work, and I don't, you know, anything new I screw up the first time I have to do it. So like this thing came up, and I tried to read it, and I I swiped it off the screen but it was on my son's phone and he told me it was a tornado warning and he was like, you know, not worried about it at all. And he's like, Oh, it's just a tornado warning. And I was like, no, like 
the tornado warning is not a watch like a warning this this much i know you know i'm no weather expert but this much i know that like at least uh you know with the warning that means it's it's imminent there's one nearby you know it could be yeah. um, so i i don't have I have a TV, but I don't, I only have streaming. I don't have like cable or anything. Mm -hmm. So trying to, you know, I'm trying to find somebody who's like live covering this and I can't find any, any live coverage of it. And I'm going to all the websites I can think of and they have like some maps or whatever, but I want like a weatherman on the screen telling me what's going down. And if I have to go in my basement, you know? Right. And which is a problem because I don't have a basement. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so their mom called me to be sure that I had seen the message. And I was like, yeah, I, I saw it. We're going to figure out what to do. And I said, well, you know, can I just bring them over to your house and they can go in the basement? So that's what we did. We went to her house and just went, and they have a basement. So we just went in the basement there and the kids, my daughter was a little bit worried, but, um, by the time I went outside, of course I had to go, you know, Brant Miller's, the, the, the weather guy's saying, don't go outside. This is dangerous. Don't take pictures of it. Right. And I was like, yeah, I can, you know, go in the driveway and just kind of, you know, see what I can see. But by the time I got out of there, by the time I got out there, it was already passing directly overhead. Like there was blue sky behind it. So it wasn't even, you know, that dangerous when I was out there. It was still some cool pictures, but, um, so, you know, once, once it passed, we were, we came back here and the kids had a, you know, a sigh of relief that nothing had happened. But I told them, I said, you know, if, if, uh, if you guys weren't with me, the first warning that I got about a tornado, I probably would have been in my car trying to track it down. (laughs) Like, which, you know, is, is a real, it's a bad enough idea when you're in wide open spaces, mm-hmm. but it's, it's probably a horrific idea when you're in suburbia. You know, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just harder, harder to see. And I, right. Uh, when you're in open, open area, you can predict it better. It's not perfect because it can shift, but I mean, right. With all the houses and trees here, you know, I like, had we been out in an open area, we, you would have probably seen a perfect wall cloud. But then when I went outside, you know, I saw like what was over us. And then after it passed, you can make out the wall cloud. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking, um, it would have been great to be like at, at the, at the lake house up in new Buffalo and just like standing on that deck. And especially with this storm, because it was coming from kind of the Southwest of Mm -hmm. new Buffalo. So it would have come just like right over the lake. So you could have seen that thing just go like right over the lake, like far enough away that you were fine, but just to have an unobstructed view of it, it must have been great. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I wish I would have had the presence of mind, you know, as soon as the warning came in. And because when we got the warning, it was still like 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if I would have just hopped in the car at right then and I could have made it up there before the storm got there and it would have been awesome to see. So. 
I'm going to keep that in mind for the rest of the summer and see if I can make a spur of the moment trip to go up there. I'll, I'll, I'll text you and see if you're, if you're free to come with me, if we can do that. No, hell yeah. It would just, and like, you know, the lake is, you know, obviously you have expansive views there and nothing's going to get in your way. So, Mm -hmm. and the, the great thing about that is you don't even have to like, feel bad about it messing anything up because it's just over the water, you know? Right. Right. Um, you've never seen a tornado, right? Like in uh, person. Right. I haven't. I've, um, probably the closest I've been was in Lake in the Hills. Um, when we lived up there, probably in like, Oh five, like I, I saw visible rotation. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went into uh, we had the townhouse in this back, like common area, and I ran out there because the warnings were going off, and I looked up and saw actual actual rotation, and wow. that was the first time I had like. Uh, watch it live and i mean it's weird i mean they're <laughs> the fucking cloud <laughs> is circulating and, right um, right and that what i saw actually ended up touching down in McHenry, but it wasn't big and it you know it didn't really um touch down for long but that's the closest i've been yeah what about you no, I, I haven't been been close um, for anything. Um, uh, I you know years ago there was one that touched down in Griffith, which is just the next town over. Um, but that was right. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, but you know I didn't see that one any more than I saw what happened yesterday. So right. Um, <laughs> I guess like the. It's probably a completely different thing, but in um, 2013, I was in Joshua Tree National Park, mm-hmm. and one of those um, like dirt devil things. Oh yeah, like basically a tor- like a little mini tornado on dirt. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, the Joshua Tree is in the desert, and we were. Um, we were in this area that was just like wide open space and we were like the only ones there. We were like climbing on some rocks or something. And, um, I, I heard something that sounded like a rumbling kind of, it didn't really sound like a freight train, but it sounded like, like a little rumbling and we couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And then like, as it picked up steam a little bit, it was, um, it got a little bit darker and we could see it like coming towards us. And then it just like kind of passed around to the side, side of us. So like, it wasn't, you know, it, it, it was, um, is that what they're called? Dirt devils or dust, dust devils? Kind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, yeah, dust devil, strong, well-formed, short-lived whirlwind. Um, and I don't, I don't think that they're, they, they're very intense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm trying to see this one. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 45 miles per hour. That's that's what uh, that's the number I had in mind. And that's what it says on Wikipedia that like the the maximum winds inside are like 45 miles per hour. So it's you know, it's not going to be that destructive, but it was it was definitely noticeable and it was cool to see because it's the same kind of you know, rotation. And it looks like just like a little baby tornado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? you can like um, walk through them. Oh, can you? They're, like if they aren't like really, really powerful. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like a 80, 80 mile an hour wind. I probably wouldn't recommend it, but I mean, right. They can whip up and low winds. It's basically, the uh equivalent of a really windy day i mean right yeah they have to like put eye protection on but right especially you know in there with like all the dirt kicking up like i'm Mm -hmm. sure it's um i'm sure it's pretty bad right but um but you know that i i wish that i knew how hard the wind was blowing today when because as soon as i sat at my table this morning to start work um a storm came through were you around for that or were you no you were probably already at work yeah but like i uh, i'm pretty sure like what came through here oh came through through there yeah yeah uh, because around like i don't know like nine o'clock i mean it just like opened up for like it rained really hard for like 10 minutes and then eased up yeah and and here it was raining like super hard and rain was coming like horizontally but and it 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 was one of those things that you could you could like see the wind practically right you know and it to me it looked like a low-level hurricane i know it probably i know it probably wasn't that kind of speed but that those things always just make me wonder you know if that's like a I don't know, like a 50 mile per hour wind or something that I was seeing and hurricane force is 75, I think. Yeah. And that's like a weak hurricane. So like once you get up to like a strong hurricane, like 150 or 180 miles an hour, like oh, yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. And then tornadoes that are like 200 and something miles per hour, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I just can't imagine what that even feels like. Yeah. I mean that it like, like it fucking hurts. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like if you're like, if it, you know, doesn't lift you up, I mean, it's yeah. Be painful. Right. Right. Well, um, you know, I, I, the thing that I always remember it, like the, a picture of like a straw, just a regular, uh, drinking straw mm-hmm. like stabbed into a tree oh yeah right and it's like okay that that sucker was moving you know right. um so so to get something going that fast i and then <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not an accurate representation but i think of um the movie twister Okay. <laughs> where, where where do you where do you fall on Twister? Are you? I mean, is that scientifically accurate? Do you know? Do you have an opinion? Have you seen it? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Never. You don't even have to say anything. <laughs> I've watched it multiple times, and I it's uh, it is entertaining, but like yeah. 
yeah it, it just doesn't really work like that uh yeah especially at the end where they're like hanging on with his belt on that like water pump pipe without nothing hitting them and that was oh right uh, you know pictured to be an f five it would have fucking ripped their arms off and like right yeah crap would have been stabbing them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I, I i always just think of the the one tornado where like the cow is oh, right, right, right. <laughs> you just hear like mm, as the cow goes by <laughs> like poor cow right um that's a I, I haven't. I think I've only seen that all the way through, maybe one time. But it yeah. it's it's a really good. It it's one of those just like entertaining movies, like Jurassic Park or Jaws or whatever. It, like it, it is. I it, mean, it's, it's like a blockbuster. Like that. Um, there's a volcano movie with Pierce Brosnan. Um, oh yeah, uh, Dante's Peak. So right. you know that's entertaining also, but you know would probably doesn't really work like that but right I mean, they're entertaining. Yeah. yeah yeah um i don't think my kids have seen that maybe i'll uh maybe i'll show that to them bill yeah bill twister. paxton in twister yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they've seen that I, I mean i've only seen it once so i doubt that they've seen it um bill paxton was in that he just he just um not just i guess it's been three years ago he died yeah. he was um he was on the wtf podcast like the week before he died oh really it was, so it was so bizarre like i had just listened to him and then he you know the news came that he died mm -hmm. and he was he's in a famous photo on the day of the jfk assassination really he when he was a kid he grew up in fort worth texas and there's a famous photo of JFK. JFK stayed in uh, the Hotel Texas, I think it was called, in Fort Worth the night before he was killed. And he came came down and greeted the, the uh, people outside. And there's a picture of him greeting these people outside. And there's one kid, like, up on his dad's shoulders. Mm-hmm. And the kid on the shoulders is Bill Paxton. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, let's see. I wonder if I can find that. Let's see. So look look that up if you um, if you are at a computer right now, okay. which you're probably not. You're probably driving. Don't look it up on your phone while you're driving. I don't want to cause any accidents. But anyway, there's a there's a there's a photo that if you're a JFK buff or an assassination buff, you're familiar with the photo and um, Bill Paxton is the kid in the photo. So that's cool. And he's uh, okay. I'm actually looking it up right now. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, that is cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to, I mean, just the fact that it's such a, a famous photo and then a famous guy. It's just, I don't know. It's one of those cool things. Um, I was going to say something else about Twister. What was it? Oh, Helen Hunt. Right. Like, 
she was on top of the world for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now you never hear from her. So I think she um, uh, raised a family, I think, right? I, isn't that Oh, is that right? I know I, that's what Michelle Pfeiffer did. I think so. I mean, like her, her and, um, you know, when I think about Helen Hunt, I uh, think of uh, Renee Russo also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might be the case because she wasn't in much from like 2000. Gosh, really from since what what women want to now. I mean, she's only done like a dozen things or something in 20 years. She was in a movie called, let me look it up, The Sessions. Okay. In which she plays, I don't remember what exactly she is, a man in an iron lung. Yeah, <laughs> she she plays a, a professional sex surrogate, a man in an iron lung who wishes to lose his virginity, contacts a professional sex surrogate with the help of his therapist and priest. Hmm. And it is the best movie. And it was like, it was one of those things that like I hadn't heard of Helen Hunt forever. Mm -hmm. And then I watched that movie and I was like, I forgot how great Helen Hunt is. Why isn't she doing more? And I mean, it's not like she's been doing a lot since then. So, well, so, so I'm looking up her IMDb and the, the longest she's been, um, like not active is just two, three year periods, really. I mean, she's been right. something like every year. So, right. But not, not a lot. I mean, you know, right, one yeah. project a year or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, but I hope that's by her choice and not, I, it just I, makes I, me, I mean, she, she, I hope it, it's not just that she made the, the fatal Hollywood mistake that all Hollywood women make and that, which is getting old, you know, which is such bullshit because you get, you know, so many women at some point, you know, they're big stars. And then all of a sudden, Oh, they're 50. They can't act any, they can't get any roles anymore because there's just no roles for them as if, you know, right. There's only a handful of roles and Meryl Streep has to have them all or something, you know, until you reach like 80 when you're like Judy Dench and, um, and the other lady, what's the other lady? Uh, who's the other lady I'm thinking of, Brian? I don't know. I mean, I'm horrible with actors. Uh, I know. I, I all right. Well, well, I like. I don't know. I, it's really hard to say because of all the. Um, uh, different different shit like movies and shows like she was in some tv shows right so i yeah i mean mean, that's years ago i think you're totally right and i mean it still probably happens today i mean i'm really not not an expert on movies as as we've mentioned on on here i mean i'm (laughs) probably one of the last resources you want to ask but i mean it seems to me there's more outlets to d- 
do to yeah to to act in um no i think i don't know i maybe she's like other other like awesome actors and they're just like hey i'm just choosing the right parts or whatever or i don't know yeah yeah i mean um and in actuality like um she wasn't mad about you not anything before then so that seems to be and i mean those couple movies in the late 90s um, yeah like her career now mimics her pre man about you i mean just some ah, okay. parts here and there i mean it had a like a four or five year run of like big like pay it forward and cast away and what women want and but yeah i don't know i don't know what women want have you ever seen what women want yeah once yeah all right well i'm not going to ask you what you want what what you think about it because that response tells me what you think about it yeah i mean it's a bad fucking movie i don't think so i love it oh really i don't, I, I don't think john i don't think jack nicholson makes bad movies no that's I, I, having never seen, huh? what women want is oh, 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 you're oh. thinking of uh as good as it gets yeah 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 okay right. yeah all right yeah mel gibson yeah i saw that one too um yeah, it was fine. I no, I want to. I don't really see, remember much of it. But. I want to see Mel Gibson. No, whatever. I just uh, if I'm, <laughs> I haven't watched a movie of his in years, and if he's putting shit out, I have no clue. But the like pre crazy Mel Gibson. The only things I want to watch him him in is killing people. Okay, that's like, <laughs> yeah. really not suited for anything else but killing people in movies. So just, you know, stick to what you know. I mean, like, Jason, <laughs> Jason Statham isn't trying to, like, be in comedies and dramas. Like, yeah. he, he fucking does action movies and he, like, knows his role. Like, right. know your wheelhouse. I mean, yeah. like, not not everybody can be, like... You know Jim Jim Carrey and uh, Matthew McConaughey, or you no, know, I like Paul or, or um, Charles Bronson. Figured it out. Like he's like, hey, <laughs> I'm really good at killing people. I'm gonna stick with this formula. Were you, Were you just gonna say Paul Kersey? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it almost came out like Paul Kersey, then almost Paul. Paul Bronson and I just had to, <laughs> had to hit pause. Okay, just just for the record, Paul Kersey is Charles Bronson's character in the Death Wish movies. So that's um, for those of you whose childhood wasn't formed by the Death Wish movies. Now you know. I'm I'm looking at uh, Mel Gibson's IMDb, and he did this film called The Professor and the Madman mm -hmm. in 2019 with Sean Penn who I had never 
I didn't even know they made this movie, but I want to go watch it. That I think it's based on this book about um about two people, one guy who is wait, am I confusing? No, I'm confusing two books by the same author. Um but this one is about a, a guy who's compiling the Oxford English Dictionary and accepts tons of entries from a madman in an insane asylum for the dictionary. And it's I think it's a I think it's a true story, but it it's a book too that I read like ten years ago, and it's fantastic. I, di- I had no idea they made a made a movie out of it, but. Hmm. I, I, I don't want to recommend movies that I haven't seen yet, but watch The Professor and the Madman. I'm sure it's great. He's in a bunch of shit. Like, he's pretty active. I, yeah. Like, he's... <laughs> there's, there's a movie called Drag Across Concrete. And there's a bunch of... He's movies. in? Huh? Mel Gibson yeah. is in? And there's a bunch of people oh, in it. And 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 his name in that movie is Brett. Yeah. That that dragged across kind of, two hours and thirty-nine minutes. Good lord, get an editor, dude. Right. Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. Tori Kittles, Michael Jai White, Don Johnson. Here's the thing about the the age that we live in now there's just so much being done right because you have so many platforms and so many ways to watch things and so many people paying for things that nothing even has to be made there is there almost is no mainstream anymore right and like mainstream that exists now is a fraction of the number of people that it was before you know right like even the Tiger King, even Tiger King, which was supposed to be like this big hit or whatever, like a lot of people watched it, but still not, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know, like before, but right. Right. I'm not sure what like. When I hear the viewership of a show, it sounds so paltry. To what right what it used to be i mean when you know when a show hits like five million viewers it's huge but to me i don't know that sounds like a borderline cancellation but it's not like that anymore and it's right just like music i mean and if of uh if an album sells like two hundred thousand copies that's a big fucking deal now yeah right yeah whereas years ago um, you're like if you weren't in the millions i mean you're right not successful or whatever yeah um i just think of that that um moment in single video theory mm-hmm. which is a pearl jam uh movie or i i don't know what it is but um, where Jeff talks about when they released Versus, mm-hmm. their second album, the follow-up to 10, and they sold a million copies in a week. And he was just saying, like, it, I, was just, I couldn't fathom, like, what is it, like, a million people listening to your record in a week? Right. You know? 
just the numbers are so, so huge. And now, like if anybody sold a million in a week, it would be crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know, maybe Taylor Swift does something like that, but I mean, you know, she's, you you almost can't compare anybody to her. She's such a big thing, you know? So, um, but yeah, so Tiger King, it says $34 million. Okay. Not $34 million, 34 million viewers, which is not bad, but um, I think, let me see here. I think that is almost exactly the same of the number of people that watched the finale of Everybody Loves Raymond, Mm -hmm. which was a washed up show by the end, you know, that had 33 million viewers. So like the biggest show of the spring has as many viewers as like the washed up finale of a show 15 years ago, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just, you just can't, you can't pull in. The, there's too many other, cause how many other thousands of things on Netflix are there competing for the same people that are watching Tiger King, you know, right. I mean, there's documentaries like that are a dime a dozen. So it's going to be hard to, hard to, uh, did you attract. ever watch it? No, I like it. I didn't, it didn't really appeal to me too much other than, I mean, I kind of felt, I, I, I know next to nothing about it, but it, to me, it kind of felt a little Jerry Springer ish where you're kind of taking advantage of the poor people who think that they're going to be stars, but really we're just making fun of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the case, but that's just the the thing that I got from it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm and the fact that it was like 10 episodes or something like I'm not going to sit down and devote that much time to it too much. I'm, yeah. I'm I, it's, you know, I'm just not going to, so <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking the other day about things that I do watch. Cause see, this is, this is the problem that you and I have is that we can never talk about the stuff that we watch because I watch, movies nonstop and you watch show TV shows and series nonstop. Mm-hmm. So like, we're not watching the same things. Oh, I, did you fi- ever finish Hollywood? The Ryan Murphy thing? Yeah. Uh huh. What did you think? Yeah, I liked it. It's, uh, entertaining. I, I, th- I thought it was a, like, a like an interesting look on like, if that really were to happen, I mean, how, how Hollywood could have been changed if they went that route. Right. 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 And I read an art, some person from one of the, it was either a East or West coast paper. They wrote a column on it, just like ripping, just ripping it to shreds. And, and I'm like, did this person watch it? Like, did right. they get the point of it? Right. Um, I think, I think the problem that some people had with it was that it was, they, they felt it was a little too like self-indulgent, like, you know, like he could, he could imagine how things would be different or whatever. And that everybody in, in the film was a little bit, um, not the film in the series was redeemed by the end, you know, even like, 
um, Dylan McDermott's character who, you know, is, is running this suspect business yeah. according to, you know, right. What did he regular, do wrong? I mean, right. But that, that's, that's what they're saying. Like by the end, even he, you know, they, they redeem him, you know, that he's, you know, just this struggling actor and they, you know, but, um, I don't know. I thought it was great. And I thought, and to me, the, one of the most interesting things about it was how not a big deal the diversity of it seemed Mm -hmm. like why, why should it have been ridiculous to have like a black gay guy as a screenwriter right? or a black female as an actress, you know, like it, it, it just like when, at least when I watched it, it made, it made me think like, it was ridiculous to have any of these walls put up in the first place. Why is it a, fucking problem why right. and i mean it still is but i like well, yeah. it was so yeah i mean what was the big deal right right and um the i one of the my, my favorite things about it was just like how they really made it look like that time period you know, mm-hmm. like you can watch it and believe that it was literally taking place in like the late forties or early fifties or whenever it was supposed to be, you know, cause they had the cars and they had the clothes and they had, you know, whatever else. But did you have moments throughout that you were, you, that you were like shocked, especially in the first couple of episodes? Well, sh- um, wait, I, yeah, I mean, a Not little shocked, bit. Yeah. Surprised yeah. It happened. Yeah. Just like, holy I think shit. So. Right. Right. And I think some of it was just the editing and like how they made quick cuts on everything. And, you know, it it kind of lost that a little bit as it went on. Mm -hmm. But those first couple episodes, it was just like, oh, my God, like what is happening? Right. Um, Oh, man, I loved it. I I I regret watching the whole thing in a day (laughs) in a day now, you know, I'm ready to watch something else. You know, I I want them to do more, but I'm sure that they probably won't. Now, like, will they have, I mean, is he doing a, another like, like a series in the same like genre, like American horror story, but. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I haven't I haven't read anything about it, but you could you I mean, you really could see how they could do another season and just like, all right, so this happened. So then this is what happened next, you Mm -hmm. know, and and you can just do it, you know, every, you know, you could do as many seasons of that as you want because you're just rewriting Hollywood history and you just, you know, there's some truth in, you know, the Peg Entwistle thing and um you know, the way the studios ran and stuff there, there's truth in that, but you right. can just, I don't know. I loved it. And I, I, I hope they make more cause I'll, I'll watch it for sure. But here's something that you should watch. Um, do you know Pete Davidson? Uh, that he's, he's on uh, SNL, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I follow Judd Apatow on Instagram. Okay. You're a Judd Apatow fan, right? Uh, yes. Like, 
uh, knocked up and super bad and right and like I uh, bridesmaids like apparently I watch his other other uh, works and didn't realize I was watching yeah. it but he did freaks and geeks also he did yeah did you watch that oh it's fucking genius it, it, I I have heard I want to watch it so bad but I just haven't watch it it is for anybody out there. Uh, it's one of those shows that's that's like always mentioned out um, and it's totally worth it. It is one season and it watching it picture it being on NBC. OK, it was on NBC in 1999. And right. and if that show was was on like Hulu today, it would have been kicking ass it's right it's, yeah it's so well written and so well acted yeah yeah all right well i mean they they mention it all the time on the wtf podcast and i just have never gotten around to watching it but i really want to but um he so i follow him on instagram in the past you know 18 months or whatever 18 months ago he was he kept posting about how he's going to make this movie with um Pete Davidson and, you know, showed pictures of them scouting locations and running through the script and all of this stuff. So I was like, all right, I got to check this out. Well, it's going to be released, I think this weekend or maybe next week. I'll have to check the date, but it's coming up soon. And it's one of those movies that I'm going to watch immediately when it's released. But the, the, the name of it is the King of Staten Island. Mm -hmm. And he play Pete Davidson plays a guy who's father was a firefighter and died and then he he basically plays himself as like kind of a fucked up guy who has no direction or whatever and then he kind of has to wrestle with the idea of whether he should be whether he should follow in his father's footsteps and be a firefighter Mm -hmm. and i think um bill burr the comedian is in it who i love but Pete Davidson's awesome and um, Judd Apatow's awesome. But Pete Davidson's dad actually died. He w- Pete Davidson's dad was a firefighter and he died on 9-11 mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah, he he was on Howard Stern like a year oh, or two back. And I listened to part of it and he mentioned that actually. Yeah, he was on the WTF podcast too and he, t- he talked about it. Um, and also about how he has borderline personality disorder okay, and how, how he just found that out and how he's been managing it and stuff. But this King of Staten Island movie just looks so awesome. And I, I can't, I can't wait to see it. It, it looks like the kind of movie that I just adore. So it's, it's, um, I know it's, I think it's June 15th, but I'm not sure, but it's definitely in the next few days that it's coming out. But I also, we talked about Wes Anderson before, right? Yeah. He has a movie that I've been waiting for since like January called The French Dispatch that was supposed to be out in early July. So I've been like, you know, waiting for it to come out and hoping that it's just going to be that I can just stream it or whatever. But I checked the other day and they pushed it back to October. So now I got to wait longer for The French Dispatch, which is really disappointing. How dare they make me wait? I know. It's just more and more waiting. And I mean... Don't they they know who I am? God damn it. What are they 
going to release it to? The, exactly. Theater? Like you're, you're really opening movie optimistic. theaters this year. <laughs> right. You're real. You're really being optimistic that movie theaters are going to come back. Right. You know, I, um, even if they're in business, like I ain't going to a movie theater this year. I'll go to the drive-in. Right. But I ain't going to a movie theater. Right. I, uh, uh, there's this article. I haven't read all of it, but, um, you know, when they're like making movies and shows, uh, when they have like fuck scenes, they're going to use like CGI. (laughs) (laughs) So actors don't have to get close to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I like it, it's gonna be like watching like anime. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I don't. Is anybody even filming movies at this point? I don't you know. No, I'm. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think. Um, that they might be. St- starting to and they have to like follow all these protocols and whatever but i mean when you're on a like like i'm sure if you're in a passionate scene and by passionate i mean like angry sadly yell like you're in there's an actor by you and if you're like really really into it you're gonna be spitting all over the place right Oh, that yeah. Or do like actors like know how to not spit? Right. While they're yelling. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. That's that's interesting. Um, I I read this article the other day. I wonder if I can find it because if I can find it, it would be much better to actually pull it up and um talk about it. But um. It was about how, when it's going to be okay to do certain things mm-hmm. uh, again, you know, mm-hmm. and how long, what are, what are those? Oh, epidemiologist, epidemi, man, that's a lot of word or a lot of letters in that word, epidemiologist. Uh, Here, here we go. New York Times. When 511 epidemiologists expect to fly, hug, and do 18 other everyday activities again. Um, So they they have four different time periods. This summer, three to 12 months, one plus year, or never again. Okay. So... Here, let, let's just run through this real quick and you tell me when you will be comfortable doing this. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, bring in mail without precautions. Uh, what are precautions? Uh, you, I think just like leaving it outside. Gloves or whatever. Alex. What'd you say? Can you uh, rephrase the question, Alex? <laughs> When will you bring your mail in directly from the mailbox without doing anything? Okay, so I mean, I've been doing that this whole 
time, but I like, but I wash my hands right afterwards. Okay. And I, and honestly, I always have. So, I mean, I really never changed that protocol because I think I always went, went, uh, above and beyond. So I, I've actually never thought about it and I still don't think about it. Um, although I, I haven't, gotten mail for years. I haven't been the one to get mail for years. And in this new place, I forget to, I check the mail maybe once every 10 days or two weeks Okay. because like there's just nothing coming here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't even think to check it. My neighbor brought me mail today because it was misdelivered to his box. But, um, so I, I, I'm not worried about that. How about, uh, see a doctor for a non-urgent appointment. Yeah, I mean, I uh, actually have one scheduled for next Tuesday. I or I, I would I I was getting ready to cancel it because I won't be in town. They changed yeah. it to a a, a virtual uh, appointment, oh, okay. which helps me out. But had it had it not been changed, I would have. Um, and, you would have gone, huh? You would have gone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I had to get a physical for work a few weeks ago. So, yeah, I mean, as once again, um, you know, the medical professionals were all masked up and taking uh, precautions. And I did also. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Vacation overnight within driving distance. Yeah, that will. I mean, um, I'm doing that next week. So right. next week is, is, is Arlington. So next week, I think had, had it not been this special circumstance, it probably would have been a while, but yeah. this isn't optional. So, yeah, well, I, I've been thinking about it cause I, I would like to go somewhere for father's day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really want to go to a hotel. Right. And like two of my three kids would like to like camp or hike somewhere or whatever, but the the other one wouldn't. So I don't want to drag him to do something he doesn't want to do. So I don't think we'll probably end up doing anything. I'm hoping like later in the summer, things will clear up a little bit. Maybe like, you know, the first week in August or something we can go and maybe stay in a hotel. I don't know. I mean, maybe a hotel's fine. I don't, I just, I just don't know. Right. But, um, okay. How about get a haircut at a salon or barber shop? Well, uh, I, so I have my sister-in-law cut my right. hair. Yeah. And I'm actually growing it out anyway, but for people that don't know me, I've got my four, uh, I've got my hair week hair. Well, I've got my hair cut every four weeks for the past 30 years. So yeah. it took a pandemic to grow my hair out. So, <laughs> um, um, had I, had I not decided to grow it out? Um, I probably would have waited a little bit longer, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, attend a small dinner. Well, oh, well, I, 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 in the article, it said that the epidemiologists were torn on that because some think that, um, you're, you're completely fine because they're going to be masked and they're going to have, um, shields up and they're going to be, you know, it's not that many people in the space. Mm -hmm. 
and then some people think that you're absolutely fucked because you're within a couple of feet of a person for like half an hour while they're cutting your hair. Right. So there's, yeah. there's not even any agreement on that. Right. You know? um, all right. Attend a small dinner party. Uh, probably not. No, I like, no. well, it, I, it's gotta be sm- like less than six people. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Like, you know, me and two couples, right. like five. People. Okay. I, I would do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, if it's like 10 to 15, I'd probably, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, hike or picnic outdoors with friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I would do that. They, the experts say three to 12 months, but to me, like, I, I would feel completely comfortable doing that now. Like maybe everybody has to wear masks and, you know, you bring your own stuff to eat or whatever. Right. But like, you you know, I, I'm completely fine yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, if you're out, like you're outside and, no, I, th- I think people, will, when they think that you're six feet uh, apart, that isn't, that isn't in the like next zip code you don't have <laughs> right. to, like scream to the like like it really isn't that far right yeah so, i mean you're you're not really you know much closer than that in a regular circumstance you know right. you're probably and, two feet away yeah. in a regular circumstance mm-hmm. then i mean if you aren't i mean i'm telling you to get the fuck out of my face so <laughs> this six foot thing is like standard for me <laughs> right yeah <laughs> um send kids to school camp or daycare i don't uh you you answer that yeah i mean to me that's one of those things that it totally depends on the precautions being taken they say three to twelve months mm-hmm. um you know, if school starts in August, my kids will go, I guess, but, um, they're healthy and they're not going to like, you know, I don't know. It's a tough one. Right. Um, work in a shared office. Um, so I'm kind of doing that now. Um, yeah. And people are apart. And when uh, when you have to get closer, then there is m- mask wearing, and it's not for that long. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just using common sense. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to not have to do that until <laughs> mid August at the earliest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I think that's probably going to be the timeline. Um, and I know that when it does happen, they're talking masks for everybody, six feet, six feet apart for everybody. And if you're going to do that, you might as well just work at home. Um, right. If you can, you know, and I, I obviously can, cause I've been doing it three months. So, um, send children on play dates to me, it's how old's your kid? You know, my 15 year old son has had his girlfriend over a couple of times. Um, which is, you know, probably fine. It's one, one kid who, you know, hopefully her family is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, I think pretty much anything one-on-one you're, you're limiting your risk so much. You're probably fine. 
This next one, though, I'm not so sure about. Ride a subway or a bus? Um, if I did either, I, I have never ridden on a public bus on an actual bus route. Um, okay. Um, I've been on them like, uh, like as a shuttle, but, um, I probably wouldn't know. No. Yeah. I, 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 I can't, I can't imagine getting on the L in Chicago at this point or on one of the CTA buses or whatever. Um, visit an elderly relative or friend in their home? Um, yeah, I'm so, once again, I hate to call my mom elderly because I don't picture her <laughs> like that, but I mean, she's, you know, 74, so, yeah. um, you know, I went over there for Mother's Day. I did not sit down. I didn't go near her. I didn't touch anything. I had I was masked up. Uh, before I entered, I used hand hygiene. I mean, once again, yeah, that was over a month ago when she's fine. So yeah, 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 yeah. How about you? Okay, here. Uh, about the same. I I visited my dad, or I mean, I. Every time I've gone over there, it's because he's asked me to come do something. Right. And, um, you know, I, so if he's comfortable with it and he needs help, I'll go do whatever. Um, but, um, you know, mask six or 10 feet away and it's, you know, fine. Um, travel by airplane. No, I've pretty much canceled that for the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I would too. The, to me, the only, like if you have something planned and you're going to take a hit on it and it's a big deal, I mean, I don't know. And, And like the refund policy, I guess it depends on like, Basically, I'm saying, you know, maybe maybe your life is only worth $250 so you don't have to lose that. For a plane. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm i not traveling by plane anytime soon, so it's hard for me to say, but I can understand why people would do it. Yeah, I like, uh, like I just don't. There's a lot of things that that I'm not doing because I don't trust other people but yeah. in but in this case, I don't trust the fucking airlines. Like, like who the fuck trusts like corporate air companies anyway? I mean, right? Assholes do. I mean, if anybody <laughs> out there listening and you trust an airline carrier, get some help. Okay. <laughs> They don't care. They they literally, they do not care if your plane crashes. They do not give a shit if you die because they they have other airplanes and they have more people. Right, yeah. That's why one of the shittiest run companies out there, Boeing, is still pushing that fucking piece of shit Max airplane. Right. They don't yeah. Fucking care. So yeah, they can tell you, um, no, we're taking um, precautions, and no, we'll seat people here and here. No, 
they're hurting on their fine or they claim they're hurting on their finances. They really aren't. And they'll fucking pack you in. They don't care. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, no air flying for me this year. Yeah. I, I'm always skeptical of. Boeing probably won't sponsor us. Yeah, probably. Damn, I was in talks with them too. They were, they were going to do a big, big deal with us. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way about airlines. Like, you know, they're they're not going to pass on in the good times. They're not, they're not going to give you any extra, you know. Oh, but in the bad, times, right. they're the first one there for a handout, right. and it just pisses me off. Yeah. All right, here's one that I was thinking about today. Um, eat at a dine-in restaurant. Yeah. Because on, on this list of 55 things that I have hanging on my wall of for my kids and me to do this summer, one of the things is to go to a restaurant after midnight. I, I just, I think it would be an adventure to like, you know, one day when the kids are here, like at, you know, one in the morning, we just drive to Chicago to some diner to have dinner or have, Why don't you, you know. Go to fucking round the clock down the road. Wait. Well, because it would be more of an adventure to go to Chicago. Right, I got <laughs> But I mean, you know, we could just go to round the clock down the road. That's, that's true. But like, have you been to a restaurant yet? No, no. I Dining? No. Will you? Um, I don't, that is, that's one I go back and forth on. I mean, yeah. I really do. Um, I, I, I could be wrong because I haven't been to these restaurants, but I feel like the restaurants we frequent would be, uh, um, very stringent with their rules but right you know once again no i don't i don't really trust anybody so yeah i don't know there are there are times i just think hey i mean if i'm safe if i am um taking precautions i should be okay but i mean you know you don't know i mean you don't know yeah. Well, um, th- this next one, uh, exercise at a gym or fitness studio. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, no. I'm paying my Omni membership. They weren't charging me for like, um, three months. And then I think yeah. they got charged, charged in June, but g- gyms are filthy. Disgusting yeah. <laughs> right. Petri dishes. So no. yeah, just, fucking body right. fluids everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's good that they stopped charging you. Yeah. Um, I, I had a, I had, I was paying for that, um, AMC a list thing. Okay. Uh, where you can see like three movies a week or something. And, um, that stopped like right at the beginning of the, of the whole thing, they stopped charging. So that was nice of them since they shut down. Right. Um, Attend a wedding or funeral? Funeral, yes. Wedding, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, because odds are those people have a, another wedding later on. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did you just get that? Yeah, I just I'm like. 
Jesus, could you? Why don't you be a little more jaded, man? <laughs> Wait, this this coming from the guy who's who's been married for almost what seventeen years? Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking to the guy who who couldn't make it eleven, you know, <laughs> twelve. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad for all the wedding. I mean, we were invited to two or three weddings. Um, uh, there was a cousin's wedding, I think, in a few. Um, I think in they planned it for either end of June or end of July. That had had to be canceled. There was, uh, I think, a wedding in. December that's canceled. I mean, I, I feel bad because they're you know planning this out and it's a, such a huge deal. And while I joke about it, I mean, I do feel horrible. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, they just have to wait. I'm so I'm yeah. married. Really. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna hold off on my wedding for the year then. Um. <laughs> That's not happening. Hug or shake hands when greeting a friend? No. I mean, I don't, I don't. Um, I'm hoping handshaking I, is just finally eradicated. Um, because yeah. like being a person who half the time is sweaty as fuck and really embarrassed to touch other people's hands. I don't yeah. like the point of shaking hands is to show the, that you're not armed. Okay. Guess what? You're not <laughs> fucking armed. Okay. There's no reason to shake anybody's hand. I mean, it is. Do I like it, it is the. It is. It is as ridiculous as me grabbing your junk when yeah. I see you. It's just pointless. Yeah. Um, uh, don't grab my junk. <laughs> I won't. Um, yeah. Although, I mean, I don't know. I guess you and I have never hugged, but we have friends that we have hugged before when we see them. Right. I think, um, yeah. I mean, our hugs... We've hugged before, but it's probably been under five times. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, like, and, and it, probably it, under the influence. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, are you like hinting at something like, do you want more hugs or or are you saying there's something wrong with me? Am I too sweaty for you sometimes? <laughs> I, I'm feeling affectionately starved, <laughs> starved for affection. I just need to touch somebody. <laughs> okay, well, here this goes on. This 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 is perfect. This is a perfect segue into the next topic. Go out with someone you don't know well. Uh, the experts say that they they all these past few ones wedding or funeral shake hands go out with someone you don't know well one year or plus one year plus. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know who who are we talking about? Where are we going? All that stuff, right? And you know, right. one someone or lots of someone, right? 
And what is what is what is knowing them have to do with anything? You know, I know a lot of people very well who I'm not going to spend any fucking time with because I don't think that they're taking the proper precautions. So, um, this one, this one has nothing to do with us. Um, attend a church or other religious service. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't go to church. I can't remember the last time I was in a church. Um, if I was a church goer, I would not go. I would, uh, I would talk to God all the time from my own, from the, from the safety of my own home and hope that he was listening to me and not be angry with me because I think that he'll be just fine with that. And he doesn't want me to put myself in danger to go to a building to talk to him. Right. Um, stop routinely wearing a face covering. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, mm -hmm. no, I don't wear one when I'm like either jogging or walking or riding a bike outside. But when right. I, but when I walk into anywhere, I have one on and I've, thought about it you know i've felt like okay if i'm um you know in a big place and i can control where i'm at then i should be okay but then once again i can't control the asshole who, who just doesn't care and like gets right up on me right so right i, I went to the i went to the liquor store tonight mm -hmm. And, um, I, I needed some pumpkin seeds and they sell pumpkin seeds at that liquor store. Um, really? like, did you buy any alcohol? I, I'm just kidding. I just bought, bought alcohol. I didn't uh, buy pumpkin seeds. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what ones they sell, which I haven't seen forever. And I'm surprised they haven't changed. It's Indian brand pumpkin seeds. In those red packs, do you remember those? Uh, no, no, I, we used to, uh, I won't we, say yes, but I okay. Yeah. We used to sell them at Save More. Okay, and I love pumpkin seeds, and I love salty snacks, and I know you love salty snacks, mm -hmm. but these pumpkin seeds were the saltiest things you've ever had. Oh yeah, and they they were almost like inedible. They were really bad, but they sell them at that liquor store. Um. But anyway, I, I walked in with a face mask on. I put a face mask on everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. And I was the only person in the store with a face mask on. Really? Like the three employees didn't have it. And like the five people shopping in there didn't have one on. And it's just like, you know, like maybe alcohol kills the coronavirus, but not if it's in a fucking bottle, you know? Was it, <laughs> so, was it the one... Uh, near a breakfast place yes okay i so i was i was in that one two weeks ago and the i had one on this woman had it on nobody else okay yeah and i had a question for the worker they were pulling a pulling a overcharge on a bottle of bourbon I wanted and I yeah. wanted to check if I could talk him down and it was a personal space thing. I mean he's, he's oh. like wearing no mask and he's like getting it and the, I, 
I kept like like stepping back, and the fucker kept following me. Yeah, like chill out, dude. Come on. He's totally nice. Totally like very good business owner. Okay, but like his COVID skills were for shit. (laughs) His COVID skills. Yeah. That's funny because I I, got as you bourbon pricing's all 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 out of whack. Yeah. But I like Um, the store. It's good. I'll continue to shop there. I will too. But did you notice that they seem to be packing more stuff in there? They put like a whole entire new row of shelves in there. Yeah. Well, that. So. uh, um, Allegedly. Okay. That's. (laughs) Are you skeptical? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So. So I want. So. There's a bourbon out there for the bourbon drinkers out there. You'll know what I'm talking of. They uh, they have a bottle of Weller Antique. Okay. Oh yeah, I know that one. Okay, so Weller. No, really. You, <laughs> so Weller Weller is out of Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace m- makes Pappy Van Winkle and other rare bourbons uh, to give a quick rundown pappy van winkle is something you can't get your hands on the distributors don't give many bottles out to liquor stores so when they do actually get them they're in the hundreds of dollars they're astronomical and it's good but whatever um the years ago weller uh, it was like known as Weller was just Pappy Van Winkle that didn't quite make the quote unquote cut. It yeah. Bottled it as Weller and sold it for a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. Weller is fucking awesome. Okay. Now, with that said, with bourbon exploding in the past 10 years and just just in the past like three years these distilleries like buffalo trace and um heaven hill have have pretty much wisened up and say hey there are assholes like Brian Crawl out there that really want this shit, and sometimes they'll drop some cash. But now assholes like Brian are like, hey, dude, I'm really not paying that. So that bottle of Weller that this shop has, retail is $50, but um, they're selling it for 250 Oh my God. And okay. And I'll tell you why, which goes to your extra shelving shit. The asshole um, distributors in Indiana. Okay. Indiana beverage. Fuck you also. Um, when never getting for a sponsor. (laughs) Right. So when they hand out these like rare alcohol cases of, they'll say, okay, no, Take this case of Weller. You need to um, take eighty cases of her shitty bourbon. 
okay? So it's like a this for that deal. Right. Okay? So, a quid pro quo? Correct. And to make, which this is where, this is where I'm thrown off. Um, to kind of make up for the shit alcohol that they might not sell as fast, they jack up the price of the rare shit because people want it and they know people will pay. Right. It's so fucked up. Yeah. So fucked up. And don't let anybody tell you there's a fucking bourbon shortage either because, you know, I've read hundreds of articles. Oh, there's a big bourbon short. Oh, okay. In theory, this shit has to age, but there's a lot of new labels. I see because I go to the liquor store a lot. And there are so many labels out there, new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a real big shortage. <laughs> <laughs> it is is one big uh, marketing scheme. Yeah. Well, with that said, well, Weller Antique is really good, but I'm not. Did you? Did you? Huh? Did you get it or no? No, I tried to talk him down, and he gave me the. Uh, the the crybaby um story of well i mean they fucking make me carry this other shit yeah. oh i gotta jack this up and i'm like oh that's a 50 dollar bot like i probably yeah. would have paid idiotically i would have paid 150 but yeah he, he w- wouldn't budge okay fine yeah fine yeah all right H- have you had it before i have yeah, 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 and I mean, it's, and it's noticeably different, huh? It's noticeably different. Uh, is it noticeably better than you know a seventy dollar bottle? Um, or to, it, 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 it just really depends on what you're comparing it to. Um, okay, yeah. I've had okay, so I've had thirty dollar bottles that are better, mm-hmm. but I've had hundred dollar bottles that are not as good it just really yeah. depends on um you know what it's compared to and your preference i mean yeah there's a weller foolproof bourbon that i had um with ed back uh i think back in december or november and we were at a bar in Chicago and um, they were charging like 25 or $30 a pour. Uh, yeah. Fucking bottle retails for like $500. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's really, really good. It's really nice. But I mean, 500 for a bottle that retails at 70, I think. 70 or 80. Right. I mean, just I'd pay 80. I'd probably pay 150, but yeah. 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 All right. All right, Ed. Me, you, and Brian are going back to re recreate that pour at some point so I can taste what it what it's like. All right. So put it on the calendar for date to be determined. Yeah. Um all right, we got one more here. Attend us, and th- this is the big one. This is the one that I care about more than any of the others. I don't care if my kids go to school or not. Attend a sporting event, concert, or play. 
luckily the answer is for us. Yeah. Uh, and the answer would be no. That you're not going to go? Right. When, but when will you? Next year. Yeah. that That's what they're saying. One year. 64% right. of the respondents say one year plus. Right. And um, um, that's why I said it's answered for us because all these yeah. canceled shows aren't rescheduled until next year. So they made the choice easier. Now, if baseball is underway here in the next month or so, and maybe they let fans in in the postseason or something and not the regular season, I still wouldn't go. Right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Um, I saw today that um, they canceled Lollapalooza and um, Taste of Chicago. Right. And I, I was quite surprised to realize that they just did it now, you know, like, right, right, right. I guess Lollapalooza was going on this summer, you know, uh, I just assumed that they canceled all this shit like a couple months ago. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, supreme wishful thinking that that was going to happen. Right. But, but I mean, uh, I think, it, Hey, I, waiting to check how things are, I can, get behind that i mean if you're like thinking okay there's like a 10 percent chance let's just see i mean yeah because you don't lose anything right you yeah know? right but um i was talking to who was i talking to oh a emily I, I i hung out with emily this weekend my my daughter emily this weekend and she was saying that she would she hoped that taylor swift would have a wider tour next year uh, to make up for canceling her mm -hmm. tour this year, which was only like five or six dates in a couple of cities. And um, I was actually hoping to take my daughters to Boston in August for a Taylor Swift concert at uh, in Boston, but obviously that's not happening. But um, she was hoping that maybe she would have a wider tour next year. And do you think there's going to be just like a ton of competition for tours next year? I mean, maybe, maybe like there might be enough spaces, but I don't know if, if there's going to be enough like fan, if the, if the economy's bad, can you, can you support a ton of tours? You know, are there going to be that many people who are going to shell out the money for it? Of course, you know, you and I are going to pay for however many Pearl Jam shows we can get to. Right. But like the average everyday person, are they going to pay to see, you know, four or five concerts in a year? Yeah, probably not. I mean, I mean, I would would imagine that Ticketmaster will have to lower their costs. Yeah. Or, you know, they don't fucking care either. So just like Indiana Beverage and just like Boeing, they don't fucking give a shit either. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. yeah, that's a good point with all the legit like because like if you if you just think about all the Wrigley concerts that were canceled this year, right. like they had a lot I don't remember how many, but they had quite a few scheduled it seemed well, like. Yeah, I mean they probably had you no know, you no, know, I think a lot of shows at 
Wrigley Field means like more than five or six. Right, right. But like take, because a lot of shows take place at basketball and hockey, hockey stadiums. Yeah. Just take into account the logistical nightmare of bands postponing playing in these places uh, until next year and the possibility of basketball there's this is not right. set yet but they're talking of there's rumors of it of basketball starting their regular season at christmas next year right so they they get precedence like you're they, it's a it's a scheduling nightmare yeah yeah but well, yeah, we'll see what happens. One thing I one thing I will say that I'm I'm you know I was scheduled to go to the uh, Pearl Jam show in Hamilton, Ontario, on March 24th, mm-hmm. and the new record wasn't coming out until March 27th. Mm-hmm. So they would have been performing a a you know a whole record full of songs that I wouldn't have known except for two. Right. So. I'm almost thankful that when I see them, I will have listened to the record 4 million times. So I know all of those songs, right. you know, uh, so you're not, you're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just yesterday started listening to the Pearl Jam catalog from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I did 10 verses in most of Vitalogy. Today I did the rest of Vitalogy, no code and got into yield, all of yield and got into binaural. Oh man, Pearl Jam's a good band. If you haven't listened to them yet, listen to them. They are a good band. That they are. You agree? Absolutely. Okay, good. All right. Well, if you've stuck it through 85 minutes of more later. Right. And no, this is one of the nights we thought we'd. No, we lacked on material. And after listening, people may think, wow, you're still lacking on material. But (laughs) but we filled a lot of airtime. We did. We did. A lot of ones and zeros filled up. Uh, But we talked so (laughs) long that my my laying ice is um, still hanging in there. I mean, after the going, I... yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, now there's a real sponsor. The, there's a real product that cares how cold your drink is. So, you know, laying ice, uh, make your drink happy, make your mouth happy, laying ice and Boeing. Fuck you. <laughs> Gee, I hope. The next time you fly, it's on like a DC-10 and not a Boeing. It fucking <laughs> won't be because Boeing is everywhere and we're, no, no, our country loves to cut corners and we love yeah. cost-cutting corporations. So yeah, let's not get Airbus and pay a little extra. Let's get the cheaper shit and let it kill us. Awesome. <laughs> fly Airbus. <laughs> um what what are you drinking anyway uh i'm drinking plantation rum uh, 
You asshole. I was I, when you were mentioning the other stuff, I was like, there's not there. It, it, none of that matters. It's not going to be as good as plantation run, <laughs> man, boys and girls. If you haven't tasted plantation rum, go to your local liquor seller today and buy some. Yeah. It's like what? 50 or $60 a bottle. Yeah. Um, um, the one we're speaking of is the, um, 20th anniversary XO. Yeah. Uh, it's worth it's worth every penny. Their their entry level rum is really good, also. But the the XO is the primo stuff. It's fantastic. It is. It is. So go go get it. You'll be glad that we did. You can thank us later. Um, I am drinking Dogfish Head, the perfect disguise. Oh, which one is that? I'm not familiar with that one. I'm glad you said that because I wasn't either. It's I saw it at the aforementioned liquor store. Um, double IPA, an American double dry hopped IPA disguised as a colch. Ah. I didn't hate it. I drank it. I drank it. And I'll continue to do it. It's hard to go wrong with dogfish head. It is. How um how how would you describe it? I funny you should ask because I was just going to say it it tastes like my bread smells. Okay. It it tastes very bready. Which maybe that's a fault of my of my nose and my taste buds or whatever, but it tasted like bread dough. Not baked bread, bread dough. Right. Okay. And it was I mean, I like it. I'm I'm opening up another one, and it's good. Sure. All right. So well, anyway, that one out. Yeah, the perfect disguise double IPA. Okay. It makes me every time I see Dogfish Head, I just think 120 minute, 120 minute, 120 minute. Such good beer. Dogfish Head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have it's some, hard to go wrong. Some excellent beers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for talking. Listeners, thanks for listening. You, you you got an episode and a half for the same price as an episode. So you can thank us later. Um, come back on Monday for a shorter episode. Um, and you'll you'll wonder how we packed so much entertainment into a shorter episode, but it will happen. So thanks for listening and uh, tell your friends and we'll talk later. Thanks. Bye-bye.